The Patriots might have just cracked the code on how to win football games this year. Run the ball down your opponent's throats and then complement that by really solid defense that bends but doesn't break, usually. And that's exactly how the Patriots were able to get a dub against the Detroit Lions, a team that had the number one offense coming into this game. Now, were the Lions healthy? Absolutely not. I mean, they were missing DeAndre Swift, a bunch of corners on their defense were hurt. I believe Amonara St. Brown was on a snap count. I mean, by no means were they actually 100%. But come on, I mean, even if they were healthy, are we really going to sit here and say that Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions were going to be able to beat Bill Belichick and the Patriots? Personally, I wouldn't take that kind of disrespect. Now, the Patriots heading into this game were missing Mac Jones once again with that ankle injury, and they didn't have Brian Hoyer since he was put on IR with a concussion. So what do they do? Just run the ball over and over and over again with Ramondre Stevenson, and it worked like a goddamn charm. 25 carries for 161 yards, the most yards by Patriots running back since the infamous Jonas Gray did so against the Colts back in 2014. Stevenson could not be stopped for the entire game, which isn't surprising given the Lions' status of having the worst statistical defense in the league coming into this game. Their offense was hot, but their defense certainly was not. And the game plan coming into this game for the Patriots was simply, again, to just run the ball and make Zappi throw only when appropriate. They did so last week and nearly found success. Matt Patricia's play calling in almost all aspects of the game, except the red zone, I'll get into that in a little bit, but almost all aspects of the game was actually pretty good. I mean, he used the advantage of having an excellent run game to throw the lines off by running shotgun and play action, the latter of which being incredibly effective. I can't believe I'm saying this, but even without Mac Jones, this Patriots offense has still been fantastic. Even better, dare I say, without him, though, again, primarily due to the excellence in the run game and the lack of focus in the passing game. Even if Mac Jones comes back, the Patriots should absolutely keep pounding the rock. I mean, they have two amazing running backs that have polar opposite yet effective abilities. Don't be like Matt LaFleur and waste them just because you want to throw the ball. Now, Zappi in this game was solid once again. Given a full week of practice, he looked a little bit more prepared to who he'd face this week, and he showed a solid ability of simply managing the game and not turning the ball over. I say this despite the interception that he had, because that pick was on Nelson Aguilar, who once again gave the ball away to the opposition. Zappi's pocket presence, though, was a lot better in this game in comparison to the Packers game. He wasn't panicking, likely due to the inability of the Lions to form any semblance of a pass rush, He'd get out of the pocket, or he'd move up and make the appropriate play, the same way that he did in college, which he got praise for coming to the draft. Now, looking at him as a passer, again, he's not going to wow you throwing the ball. I mean, he certainly he doesn't have any attributes to his game that's going to stand out. But what he did is just do a really good stepping up, being able to take what the defense gives him, and then just limiting his turnovers. Now, with that being said, he and Jacoby Myers were practically unstoppable today. Zappi took the underneath routes, Myers ran, and finally, when the time came, hit Myers on a seam route and scored. Again, it's nothing groundbreaking, but let me tell you, if I'm the Patriots of Bill Belichick, I am certainly not rushing Mac Jones to come back and play. Let Jones rest as long as he needs to, and then in the meantime, the Patriots should continue to run the ball and execute play action when necessary, and everybody will be Zappi. Now, defensively, it was utter dominance. The Lions' number one offense could not do crap against this Patriots defense. Jared Goff turned into Jared Goof, and he either couldn't find anybody open throughout the game, or he was sacked, likely by Matt Judon. 
Jadon now has six sacks this year, tied with the league most, and he had a forced fumble that led to a Kyle Duggar scoop and score. This guy has been everything that the Patriots have asked for, both in year one and now going into year two, and he's a key reason why the Patriots' pass rush has improved so dramatically. Jack Jones, who was my player of the week last week, recorded another pick, and watching him alongside JC Jackson getting toasted by Amari Cooper, I mean, I'm not trying to speak too soon, but I'm really starting to not miss JC Jackson all that much. I mean, I'd rather have him over Jalen Mills, but still, the rookie has showed up, and in my opinion, might deserve a starting role alongside Jonathan Jones. Maybe something to think about, Belichick. Now, the Patriots prevented the Lions from converting every single fourth down temp, 0 for 6, which I thought was impressive. And while the Lions got down into the red zone, I believe twice, the Patriots defense clamped up and stopped them. Now, I'd end this episode if New England was perfect, but they weren't. Red zone offense is still a major problem, as I alluded to in the beginning of this episode, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. And the Patriots had to settle for four field goals, three of which were a result of poor red zone play calling. The defense also still wasn't great against the Lions run game and up against Nick Chubb and the Browns next week. They are in for one hell of a ride against one of the best running backs in the league right now. But a shutout win against the number one offense in the league, even if it's the Lions, you'll take that every single day of the week. And I think the Patriots need a game like this where, you know, they can regain that confidence and go into next week a tough week against the Browns, who are fairly low on confidence right now, seeing as they've lost now two straight games in very unfortunate fashion. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. Let me know with a comment down below, and I'll catch you guys later next week. Peace out.